This is a B-side episode of Rock Capital. My name is Stefan, and I'm here with once again with Reese from Ascaran. Hey, how you going, Reese? I'm not bad. How are you? Good, Reese. It turns out we're in the end game now. We are in the end game, literally, and figuratively. 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 There we go. Okay. <laughs> Took a while for us to get that. That was a good moment. Yes. We're Australian and we don't know English. Yes, we can't. We only know the Australian English. It would actually be, if it's Australian English, it would actually be figured or something. Yeah. Because we have to shorten it. Anyway, end game. End, end game. game in two parts. So, we're going to talk about the Megadeth album of the same name, Endgame. But first, we're going to talk about the new Avengers trailer because it was we it came out this week, Reese, and it was so cool. What do you reckon? Yeah, you know what I really enjoyed about the trailer? What did you enjoy? I enjoyed Tony's message in the beginning. Because it, it just feels so som- sombra. Sombra? Sombra. Do you think he's, uh, I guess, potential spoilers? Oh, no. We don't know, you know, because the trailer could be um, a misdirect. If everyone remembers that image of the Hulk in the first Avengers trailer in Wakanda. Yeah. When he wasn't obviously there. So the whole thing could be a misdirect. We hope that we're wrong because we want to be surprised. We but w- yeah. It could everything could be could be spoilery maybe. I'm hoping that this trailer does misdirect because you know it is the final it is the final big film of the this universe basically. Yeah. And who who knows what could happen because this will this will have everyone in it. Well, not suppo- many of them supposedly, yeah. A lot of them are gone. A lot of them are gone, essentially, yeah. But you never know, they might be brought back. The real end game, do you think Tony Stark will die? Good question. Um, Let's do a yes or no. I think he will not die. It just it just seems so, you know, like he's, go- he's going to marry... He's going to... Is he already married to Pepper Potts? They were engaged. Okay. Wong is invited to the wedding. Okay, see? I hope Wong is alive so he can go to the wedding. See? He's going to get married to Pepper Potts. He has a good relationship with um, Peter Parker at the moment. Well, not really because he's, he's dead. Well, no. Nah, like, I, f- I figure, like, if he does something like that, then it'll be, it'll be, it'll be good for his character if yep. he dies. It'll be a sacrifice, of course. So, I can see the riders going down that path. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. We've got Hawkeye and Ant-Man have returned. Now, you will be wondering, how did Ant-Man escape the quantum realm? But if you look at the footage at the end of the trailer, it says archive, which leads me to believe that he tried to get into the headquarters before the decimation. Decimation is the official name of the snap, killing everyone now, apparently. So using this information, Cap and Black Widow search for the van as Ant-Man is still stuck. What do you reckon? You remember Ant-Man and the Wasp, right? You saw that film. The snap happened while he was in the quantum realm. Yes. So he couldn't have been at the Avengers headquarters before the the snap, right? I'm thinking that maybe he rocked up to try and convince them to help him find the quantum energy or whatever that's called. So maybe he rocked up for a different reason and they didn't buzz him in. Okay. So like, okay, guess we don't need you guys. And I guess we don't need you guys, so they look for the quantum energy or whatever it's called themselves. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, look, it, it, this film apparently goes for three hours. Nearly. So there's going to be a Maybe. lot of talking, a lot of explaining to do, essentially. 
Yeah, and for Hawkeye, so he's obviously a badass now. You've seen the trailer. He's got a family on the farm, as we saw in Age of Ultron, and I reckon that his wife and his children were snapped. Well, they were disintegrated in the, in the decimation. It's a luck of the draw, don't you think, of who got decimated or yeah, not? Yeah, so that's why he decides, well, I guess I have free time. I want to take a gap year in Japan. That's why you see him in Japan. True. And Scar- Scarlett Johansson, I saw this kind of joke on Twitter. She went to Japan to figure out which role she could whitewash next. <laughs> and then she was attacked by these people who were outraged at her, by the outrage machine on Twitter, and that's when Hawkeye saves her. Yeah. But that's just a theory. It's just a theory. A film theory. Of theories. Did you see Ghost in the Shell? No. But Oh, me either. Do you want to see Ghost in the Shell? I'll see it eventually. Okay. And then the Iron Man helmet that you see at the start of the trailer is actually Nebula's head because Iron Man... People are thinking that maybe the Nebula leaves um, Tony Stark there because she's not very nice. What if it's the opposite? What if Iron Man kills Nebula or... you Because know, remember when Thanos said killing her would have been a waste of parts. And Tony, who in the first movie used all those parts to help himself escape, kills Nebula and uses her parts so he can try and escape. Possibly. Because bear in mind, he's on a ship that's going to run out of oxygen soon. I, uh, from what he, from what he likes. Yeah. What he Although she probably part. survived. Does she? Does she need oxygen? Because she's like some sort of machine mm, now. No, I don't think so. None the slightest. Not like her sister. Yeah. So that's what I think is going to happen in the Avengers. Yes. Well, maybe. You not look, everything. You I, can, not everything I said will probably happen, but you never know. You can look back on this episode after it's released and you've seen it. And you can compare your theories to what actually happened. Yeah. Were they film theories or were they the truth? Exactly. But the truth is, race. The truth is? Is the most brutal... There is someone almost as brutal as Thanos, and that is Dave Mustaine and the rest of Megadeth. <laughs> Megadeth. Great segue. Yes. Endgame. <laughs> Endgame is a great album. By Megadeth. I hadn't really listened to it much. I only knew the song Head Crusher, which is a great song, but we'll go into that. I listened to it in my car, and it starts off strong, does it not? Dialectic Chaos. Yes, wait, let me just get it up. Wait, is that how you say dialectic? Dialectic Chaos? I don't know. Uh, Dialogue Chaos. Dialogue Chaos. Probably not. Now, the first track is an instrumental track. Yes, Dialectic Chaos. It is a very heavy. Very good. Goes into This Day We Fight. You know what? I need somebody, not me. Maybe me, but somebody will have to get the uh, trailer footage from Avengers, maybe from both movies, from Infinity War 2, and just put some of these songs over it. Because I think a lot of them fit. When I was listening to them, I was like, yeah, this could work for Avengers. Did you know that the inspiration for the lyrics for that song came from... Well, actually, I'm going to The title you... track? Yeah, no, the, the, the Day We Fight. Oh, yeah. Where do you think that came from? Inspiration from? I don't know. Was it from comics? No. It was from a film. Which movie? You know this film. Lord of the Rings. Which one? Just all uh, of them. So basically, there uh, Aragon makes a speech, and the main the main quote in the speech is, "This day we fight." This day we fight. And Mustaine took great influence from that so much he put it on an album. A lot of bands use movies as inspiration for their music. It's pretty common. Mm-hmm. But you know, I'm looking at the Endgame Wikipedia page, and yeah, there's lots of good reviews for this. They they called it the best later career. Megadeth album 
And mm. I agree with them. It's one of the best of their later career. It's 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 pretty consistent. It's yeah. pretty consistent. It's pretty entertaining. Even, yeah. you know, I guess the song that kind of stands out, which is the hardest part of Letting Go, which seems like a bit of a wild card, might be, you know, I guess the non-metalheads wouldn't be a fan, but I think it works well. Let's do a comparison from one Let It Go to the other Let It Go. There's a Let It Go from Disney... Let it go, let it go. Well, and then there's the Mustang, let it go. You know, no, let her go, let her go. I think we know which one should have been in Frozen. It's yeah, obviously it's Mustang. Yeah. yeah, Mustang is a princess. You told me this. Yes. No, he is. <laughs> like, look at his hair. And He's so pretty. All the complaining that, you know, all the dramas led to all the other members of Megadeth to leave. <laughs> He's definitely a diva. <laughs> Lars still hates me. God damn it. I'm going to cause more drama because of this. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there's some good bass on this. This is one of the one or two albums without Dave. Ellefson. Ellefson. Don't Ooh, know his uh, last name. If we look up the name of the bassist who actually played on that album, because um, it, it escapes my mind. Who is it? It is. It is James, James Lomenzo. Lomenzo, yes. Ah, yes. Um, he played on like a couple of albums, I think. Is that? I think he did play on a couple of albums for Megadeth. He wasn't, you know, I, when we when I heard this album, the bass sounded okay. The yeah. bass sounded really nice, actually. There's a couple of songs where it kind of sounds like Call of Cthulhu, some of that background bass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's very strong bass. Yeah, very strong and bass. I, and I dig, I dig. It's pretty good. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, there's nothing not to dig about Endgame. It's a very competent album, I think. Yeah. I, I liked it a lot. So for those, you know, but it's. I it's, think yeah, go for it. It's sorry. not one of their, you know, maybe it's not because you know a lot of bands have like their old school classic stuff and people kind of ignore the other stuff. But you know, um, this is I saw a, a list someone made where I put this in their top five Megadeth albums, and there's been a lot of Megadeth albums. So that's and I've listened to it, and you've listened to it, Reese. It's quite good. It's very good. Yeah. Um, okay. Would you say there's a favorite track for you, like uh, a, a, the the one that stood out the most? I, the first three tracks, so Dilated Chaos, which is basically the intro to This Day We Fight, but also like 44 Minutes a lot. And Bodies is good. It has some of that ba- strong bass as well. Yeah. And Endgame and The Hardest Part of Letting Go and Head Crush. Nearly all the songs. They're all really um, good. Yeah. Endgame was scary for me because it's based on an, uh, something that George W. Bush did. He, he made a, an act that can give him the power to put any American citizen in a detention center. Uh, that's what that song is about and that's scared the crap out of me it's the longest song on the album too if you've noticed and a game yeah Yeah. lots of title track well but my favorite song would you like to know my favorite song yes The Right to Go Insane that is a great song that harkens back to the old Megadeth days when his lyrics were much more like wittier as Mm. opposed to more political which is what it is these days but well, I th- it, even yeah. when a lot of these songs are political on this album. Yeah, but he's witty on... Mm. Um, he's, he, there's an inch of wit on this album, and I like that. And you know what I've also found out? Yeah. When was the last Megadeth album? What year? Um, 2016, right? Yeah, I guess so. I can't uh, do you want to fact check me on that one just quickly? When yeah, did Dystopia got come out? Yeah, Dystopia. I couldn't remember what it was called. 2016, January. Right. Yeah, so almost so 2016. Three years Who becomes president in 2016? Mr. Trump. And how many albums has Mustaine produced since then? Well, zero. But zero. But I think he's working on So one. I think what has happened is, like, he, I think he was just really mad when Obama was president. So he had a lot of material, he thought, to work on. But then as soon as Trump comes, nothing. 
<laughs> Doesn't that say something? Maybe, but it does say that they are working on the oh my god, sixteenth album. Wow, that's, it's it's coming out next year, twenty nineteen. That's an accomplishment. Sixteen albums, I think. Don't yeah. Have you listened to how how familiar with their entire discography? Because I only know. I would say I'm more like a, I know a few songs. I know songs, and I know a handful of albums. Um. Well, in terms of discography, um, I think the like the top of the top of the pick is Rust in Peace. That's mm. that is their masterpiece. No, I agree. I have like three different versions of that. I have that on vinyl because someone gave it to me as a present, but I have no record player. I also have it on CD. Anyway, overall, the end race. We're in the end game now, as in the end of this bonus podcast, I guess. The question was yes, which one brutally affected you more, End Game by Megadeth or just both Avengers movies? Oh, I mean, okay, but obviously we're talking about Avengers: Infinity War and the Endgame trailer. Which one affects you more? I I don't know. Just to like, I didn't know what to expect from Infinity War, as opposed to I know what to expect from Megadeth. But w- li- <sighs> the journey for Infinity War, it was like, oh my god. But there's been a long journey um, up to Endgame. Which album was this? This was number twelve. I think twelve. 12th, yeah, that's a long journey too. Yeah, they talk about the financial crisis, apparently. That's one of their lyrics. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, there you go. He's got to get political somehow. Pretty subtle. I didn't didn't even notice. Okay, well, I'm going to say... I mean, I'm going to say Avengers. I'm going to say Avengers too. Yeah. Sorry, Dave. But, Dave, you put up a good fight. I mean, Endgame is a pretty brutal album. Well, that's it. That's it for this B-side. Race, I listened to our first episode that we did on the Rock Capital Podcast, and I realized that we made a promise to review that Andrew Stockdale album. So <laughs> we have to do it eventually. All right, next episode I'm on, which will be maybe in the near distant future, we'll review that album. When it, is it out yet? Yeah, it's been out for a while. So All right, we, we got to do, we we do it. All right, well, thanks for listening to this little bonus episode of Rock Capital. And every week there will be a regular episode. And I'm sure Reese from Escana will be back. My name is Stefan. This is Rock Capital. This is Sin. Check us out. We got a Facebook page now. I just made it. It's a good Facebook page. Check it out. Yes, Rock Capital Podcast is the Facebook uh, name. And I'm going to make a Twitter too. So check that out, everyone. Thanks for listening.